Extra Points is presented for the people by Caesars Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesars Rewards. You must be 21 or older. Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network and Omaha Productions. Cousin Sal coming to you on this Thursday morning. Yes, yeah, spaghetti and meatballs fiddling with the knobs. Babyface Joel Solomon producing this mess and joining me as always, my dear, dear pals, Dave Damashek. Martin Weiss, big Thursday nighter, Shaq, your team on the road. You're scared? I can tell you're scared. I'm looking at you. You're, you're, you're frightened. You're shaking a little bit. I Listen, legitimately, I am nervous for this one. You don't want to fall <laughs> to one and two. Everybody on the banks of the three rivers, I'm in touch with many people over there, and they're all begging for Kenny Pickett to get in. Of course, the problem is if Kenny Pickett gets in, that means Trubisky stinks, and that means the Browns likely have won in week three. That's not good news for the 2022 season. So, yes. I'm a ball of nerves. I'm excited about it. I've I've had I have a new outlook on this Browns team. I don't know, Martin, if you've come around on either of these teams, but we'll discuss it in a second. We're all gonna also gonna have uh, Will Blackman, your co-host, Martin from Lemon Pepper Parlay. That's been going swimmingly so far. That that friendship. I'm gonna call it a friendship. I'm gonna go that far. You know, I, I'm not sure if we can go that far yet. He, he was very upset with the fact <laughs> that I said I did not know how to cook how in to, a way that I would brag about. <laughs> Like the idea that I just feed myself and don't feel like I can serve a dinner party is something that Will took major offense to, out of like you know, completely out of left field. But I'm not sure if I can go friends just yet. After we'll get into that because Shaq, I want to know your thoughts on that too. But after Will broke it down about like how lame it is that men can't cook or men who say they can't cook, and we're not talking about Russ cooking. Let Russ cook it has nothing to do with that. This is men, and I was like, oh, shit, he's right. He's right. It's kind of pathetic. It's, it is just following directions. And, uh, it's it's, it's there's three so much us, I'm more the than just following directions. You know what the directions were for this? Be on this call at 10 a.m. Boom. Did. Easy. I did that just yeah. fine. It wasn't be on this call. Go like set a timer for 20 minutes. Make sure you come back. Make sure. And then also, too. Well, it's more directions. Cooking, but yeah, it's still directions. Well, yeah. The, 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 uh, the, 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 the outcome, it, you can't like, like, I can't light this on fire if I'm late. If I'm late to, to get my dinner out the oven, I'll probably have a fire mm-hmm. on my hands and burn down my apartment building. All right. Shaq, where do you lay? We'll, we'll let Will set us all straight, but. I, I feel like, as you kind of indicated, there's a difference between being able to cook something and being a chef. Sort Dang of like, I, I can birdie a hole <laughs> once in a while, but that doesn't make me a professional golfer. Yeah. Um, Same sort of thing here. I did dabble in cooking a little bit in the 90s. I just wanted to see. It was like one of those skills to see, like, (laughs) how hard is this? I I did. I learned how to make, and I still probably could. I could make a dynamite red sauce, a nice uh, arrabbiata. I can make, to this day, dynamite crab cakes. I've made pot stickers. But at some point, you're right. It's like... What what's the thrill? Okay, so I followed the directions and I made them. There they are. Enjoy. Well, with more mouths to feed than than we did thirty years ago, as you brag about your dynamite crab cakes. But I, I understand. All right, let's not get sidetracked here. It's football talk today. Will Blackman's going to join us in a second. We have contests out there. Extrapoints.com slash arcade. You can do your pick'em contest. That's all the games listed uh, on Sunday. Uh, I won this last week, and I'm letting it roll over. Two hundred bucks now goes to the winner. Two hundred and three. Uh, Two hundred three. Yes, check is throwing three dollars in, and it happens to be Martin's three dollars. Martin is yes. the leader 
of uh, of all of us on the staff, the extra points pod. What are you, 20 and 10, Martin? That's I think right. That's what 20 it was. and 10. They, Absolutely Pretty correct. damn good. And I just – I hate to tell the winner of the contest, I'm going to rob you for $3. So, sorry. Oh, man. yes, that's sorry right. That Martin is a uh, second time this week. He's made a, a criminal um, <laughs> a threat there. But all right, hopefully the Mannings aren't listening. Uh, and then there's the prop quiz, which uh, all sorts of things, which uh, fantasy player will have the – most points, how will more underdogs cover or more favorites? Lots of stuff to get to, extrapoints.com slash arcade. All right, forget all these contests. Let's bring in our guest. He's a Super Bowl champ and a wine expert who knows all about the perfect pairings. And now we've paired him with Martin Weiss as the co-host of Lemon Pepper Parlay, the newest member of the Extra Points family. Will Blackman is here. What's happening, Will? Yo, what up, man? Oh, it's great to have I'm excited. Oh, uh, well, we're all excited. Yeah, I'm, excited. I, I, I'm going to get the unpleasantness or whatever, the uncomfortableness right out of the way. How is Martin doing so far? And as a co-host, I really want you to be honest here. What's the scouting <laughs> you report? Ask. You, gotta, you need to ask him. Ask I'm, him. He's going to say he's doing great. <laughs> I personally think I'm he's doing, doing a fine he's doing, job. He's, do, he's, he's doing fantastic. You know, I found out he can't cook worth a damn the other <laughs> day. And that kind of, that wasn't, that put a little asterisk on the See, friendship. What did I tell you, Sal? I don't know if I can go French. I don't know if I can say <laughs> well, French. What did I tell you? He said friendship. I said friendship too for you two. But uh, yeah, we yeah. were discussing this, Will. And I think you, you made me look at this differently where I was like, all right, if cooking's your thing, it's your thing. But the way you broke it down is like, any man who can't cook is pathetic. I said, oh crap, he's right. He's right. It's a, it's a it's a sign of laziness. You just something. you just follow instructions. You just follow instructions. That's it. You don't need to be you don't need to be super fancy or Bobby Bobby Flay. You just follow instructions. Yes. You know? Sometimes there's a lot more instructions than you want to handle. Yeah. But Thank you. Uh, hey, I'll tell I'll tell Martin this. I'll tell you this, Martin. Friends keep it real with each other. So see, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm keeping it up. I like block, it. You know, it's look at that. Your friends already, Martin. That did not take long at all. <laughs> well, I'm glad we agree with that. Even yeah. though you know, I I did put some things in the oven yesterday, and it came out, and I did, I have survived. But you know, I, no gourmet. <laughs> Usually takes a couple of days before. Uh, hold on. Now, Will ahead, Blackman. So. I listen. Me and Sal and you have kids. And so, you know, being able to get in there and whip up a nice grilled cheese or a quesadilla or otherwise, that's a required skill for a decent parent when mom's out of the house at minimum. That's a decent skill for an eight-year-old. Okay, <laughs> listen, but for Marty, who's still out there playing the field a little bit, and the other people, you want to have, am I right in saying one dish? You want to have, like, you don't need to go deeper than that, but if you can make one nice dish for your lady friend, you're a winner. Fair? No. Oh, okay. What's the two and a half? The over under. What is it? More than no. Take her. No, just take her out to you. Oh, okay. Oh, so zero. <laughs> I kind of. Yeah. Feel, if you, <laughs> why do we need to cook that? What the hell? I feel, it's if you really only have one, I feel like it's like having one pair of Jordans. If you only have one pair of Jordans, they're gonna be the only shoe you ever want to wear. If you have a bunch, you do it a bunch. If you only have one uh, meal, you should take her out to eat because you only got one pitch. You know what I'm saying? You can't, <laughs> you can't, you know, you got nothing else. You got no curveball coming down the pipe. You might as well just don't even set, set the expectations at the right level. Well, that's exactly right. Let me right. make sure if, I got. If you have, have three right meals, thing? if you have three meals, she's going to expect you to have seven meals. If you have one, you could stick to one. I, I see what you're Look, saying. Look, chicken, fish, beef. You're good. All right. Fish is tough to cook. Because uh, it's very delicate. Although I can make some gangbusters uh, scallops in addition to the crab cakes I can whip up. Now, well, Blackman. Yeah, just see both sides. Blackman, let me see if I got the flow right. I'm courting a young lady, let's say. Um, I So first, I, what I've always said is 
people who do like the fine dining experience on the first date, now you have nowhere to go but down. Right. I mean, I don't think that's a good that's not a good way to start things off. And plus, you're uptight if you're in a fancy restaurant. Take her somewhere easy breezy the first go round, then get fancy after like, you know, second date, third date and beyond. And then get to cooking your own meal for her uh, somewhere. Date four Mm. or five. Is that right? It, it, de- it depends on the plan. You know, if you just enjoy her company, then you find a mutual place. You guys like hanging out. If you're really trying to do something, then I don't know. Or maybe it's just your lifestyle. Maybe even on your own, you just dine at the finest places. That's what you do. Or you go to places where, you know, the chef or the owner or the manager is going to take care of hmm. you. So, I mean, okay. you know, it, it all depends. There's, there's no there's no right. You see answer. what I tell you? What do I tell you, Sal and Marty, all the time? Football what? players reside in a different reality. Oh yeah, if you just happen to know the chef, what do you go, mean football go to players? Multiple restaurants. If you're a celeb, you're a celebrity. So of course you can go to restaurants and. Like, what do you think? Oh, what do you? What, what are you? What are you? Nah, I'm a, Dave, you know, a good question. Socially, are you? Good question. socially awkward and has never made a friend outside who doesn't watch tackle football, so he can't go and shake wow. a hand with the chef and and be what's, able to walk. Wow. What's bad? Okay, here's what's here's what's bad. If you're if you're an NFL player and you nurse certain restaurants and you bring you keep bringing certain women you're dating to these restaurants everyone knows who you are and then they see everything that you're doing so no that's not even that's not fair right. yeah that's it's true tony right. soprano ran into that didn't he a couple yeah. of times in his favorite eatery for sure for sure we know we know how it ended for him oh we don't know how it ended for you know what you do you do in a restaurant, you do though. group dinners you do group lunches that's what it is Mm. that's what they respect all right listen i didn't think we'd talk this much football with you i'll be honest i mean you're probably (laughs) dizzy from the x's and o's but i do want to know since you you were um the only one actually to say you worked with our very new co-worker teammate eli manning before uh maybe boss even how is he as a teammate what do we need to know what what can we expect uh for christmas and and things like that He's he's probably he's like working with Eddie Spaghetti. Ooh. Oh, oh, wow. he's just he's just he's just chill. He just chills quietly in, in the background and does his job. I don't that's, know if Eddie's ever chilled quietly. That's uh, it's interesting. Uh, listen, I worked on on Dave's show with him, yeah. and so far this show with him, he's he's been chilling, and that's kind of how Eli oh. is very chill. Yeah. So this. You know, he's he's not he's never yelling. He's always neutral. Yeah. It's um, he just handles his business, and that's like the most respect you can have for a person is like you know what you're gonna get. They're gonna go out there and handle the business. All right, so Eddie Spaghetti. By the way, that's the biggest smile I've ever seen at Eddie Spaghetti. Then quite a compliment from Will. Now Eddie and I, I'm a Cowboys fan. Eddie is obviously a Giants fan. Um, we have a bet one on one. We're going to reach and dip into the cap of consequences. Maybe you could be here for this. One of us has to do something really stupid after the uh, their team. Really loses. stupid. Yeah. So, uh, for instance, um, the 40 yard mash, the loser must run a 40 yard dash while the rest of the staff lines up throwing mashed potatoes at them. That'd be fun for you. Right. Will hmm. to throw mashed potatoes. Have you thrown mashed potatoes? They're, you're not going to they're going to miss. Well, it depends what kind of cook you are. Actually, it doesn't. No, no, you're right. <laughs> How mass are the potatoes? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. I'm gonna throw them with it still in the bowl. I'm gonna just throw the whole bowl at them. You're gonna get a just throw a bo- just throw a box of spuds yeah, at them. There I you guess go. we should have thought that one through better. Uh, all right, Big Tuna, Bill Parcells obviously coached both the Giants and Cowboys. So, in honor of the Big Tuna, the loser will wear an actual tuna fish on his head uh, underneath their headset throughout the podcast. 
that's, that's pretty good. bad. I mean, that's bad, but like, yeah, like, like, can, like the canned tuna, right? Yeah, it could be canned. That's I think like bad. an actual fish would be a funnier visual. That's pretty yeah. bad. No, the canned tuna because that that's oh, gonna yeah? be, the stench is going to be in your hair for I a know, while. It ruins some equipment and stuff. All right, well we'll we'll, we'll work that out if it's Ooh. picked. Uh, the Jeremy, the tuna juice, the tuna juice, drip it on the side. That's going to be gnarly. I hope that, that might be the winner. Yeah. All right, what's the other Je- one? Uh, Jeremy's shocky. The loser will have to hold or wear a buzzer device that the winner controls that could give him a small shock whenever <laughs> the loser gives an answer they don't like. <laughs> that's fun. Fun. That's up my alley, I think. Yeah. Hey, how about this one? You guys are uh, Sal is an Islanders guy. Spaghetti's yeah. uh, a rags guy. What if you wear the sweaters of the greatest goons in your no, franchise? Sh- let's and, keep it to Giants, and, Cowboys. And then you this. have to figure. And then you get to put your favorite wrestling <laughs> move that, on they, the loser. Sh- figure oh, four leg lock. He just jumps in here. He that's just jumps bad. in here and just. You know, that's not bad at all. <laughs> oh, we'll say say that for another bet. Right. Say yeah, that for we'll another bet. We'll throw that in the Rangers. And all right, Ache Man, the loser must apply icy hot all over themselves at the top of the podcast. Can't take it off until the show. Is over. All right, so those are the four we'll put in the hat. Are you ready, Spaghetti? Oh, we're doing it now. Yeah, Ooh. let's do it now with, in front of Will. Why not? Feel, I got her here. I'm wearing a Cowboys hat. I just hope. I, I just hope that Sal. It's a, I really just hope it's an easy one for you. Oh. I don't. I don't want you to have to. Oh wow! He's so said, no, not ready. He said not ready. I do not look Icy ready. Hot. <laughs> Will Broadway uh, Eddie, Spaghetti. He's a, he's Eddie. guaranteeing a win. Eddie obviously has not watched the Cowboys defense play in the last couple of weeks. He's, Eddie, he's never Eddie been Namath. more confident in this. All right, here we go. I, no, well, that's a Jets. <laughs> I don't think Micah Parsons is playing quarterback. Yeah, I'm but joking. still, a guarantee. I know. All right, here we go. Oh, crap. Big tuna. Oh. Big tuna. Is it the big tuna? One of us is wearing tuna of I'm some sorry. sort I'm really sorry, over sorry. our heads come uh, Come Monday or Tuesday, I guess. That's disgusting. I, I mean, oh, but wow. Sal, you really made this bet yeah. with the idea that you have a not only is it Cooper Rush, he's also a redhead at quarterback. Like, are you, are you, how do you feel? What? About? I didn't know that. I'm out of this. I'm getting just out. Saying, like, hey, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we'll see. I mean, there'll be a second bet, too, when the Cowboys play home. But um, let me ask you, well, what was more exciting when you got the call from the Packers in 2006 that they drafted you in the fourth round or – when babyface Joel Solomon called and asked if you were available to join Extra Points this morning. Be honest. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> when when, when, when Joel call. called. Yeah. No, listen. When Joel called, I was like, oh, dude, look, what's up? You know, yeah. good to talk to him. But when I saw the 920 number, I said, where the F is this? <laughs> what is 920, Joel? 920. <laughs> no, no, that's the Green Joel. Bay when oh, they I called. See. So oh, I'm, 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 giving you, the, I'm, sorry. I'm giving the two experiences. I, I yeah. screwed that up. Gotcha. Um, I see what you're saying. And then, oh, by this time, I was already, like, livid and just annoyed oh, really? because it was already fourth round. Yeah. And, yeah, I was like, oh, shoot, like, I'll, like I'm going to Green Bay. Damn, I'm going to Green It was like Home Alone. Like, Yeah, so that must have, you must have been like, well, thank God I, was, I wasn't completely overlooked, but... You oh know, boy. I made my this is like asshole. I made my parents disappear. Yeah. I made my parents disappear, and I was like, "Damn, I'm going to Green Bay. I'm going to Green Bay." Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to Green Bay. What did you? I was just finally happy to get picked. What do you think, Will, of the video that uh, made the scene this week of um, Amon Ra St. Brown uh, ticking off everybody who was drafted and how he's resentful of all the receivers yeah. drafted in front of him. This has been my experience over and over again. Every guy has a chip on his shoulder about the guys, and they can list off one by one, at whatever position group they are, all the guys drafted ahead of them. is are, are you one of those guys as well? I did not keep a 
a list. I didn't keep a, a Arya Stark list like Amon <laughs> right. Ra does. Um, but he's on record several times saying like he has this list. He has this list. And I'm on record saying like, actually, I think I pinned it because he was talking. I said, this is my sleeper of the draft. Like whoever gets him mm. is going to like just be super excited. Um, I had the pleasure of, you know, being here in Southern Cal and I got to watch him at modern day and go to all these camps and just obliterate people. Then he goes to USC, has a good good career there. And now, you know, just knowing how he is in his mindset. And also, he's the youngest of three. So he's super competitive. He already worked hard enough where he'll say something and he's going to still handle business. So I know everyone's like, oh, I'm losing respect. You know, his ego, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, you can't you can't compete in this league if you don't have some kind of an ego. Now, sure, maybe he could have said something else. But he's already been on record saying I have a list. It's just that the tough thing is when a reporter asks a specific question and you answer it as right. is – then that's you know, you took the bait, but he does. I'm sure he doesn't chip on care the shoulder. A, that's a, that's old news. He, he got a he got a he got a Dorito. That's a, that's a, <laughs> that's and a what wine chip. does Doritos go with? I mean, your wine. I met, I mentioned it. You're all about the wine now, and so I, I was wondering this. Does this like take over your life? And like when you see a meal or someone throws like Shaq is talking about fish, do you immediately think, oh, I have to now figure out what wine goes? I don't know if it takes over my life. I don't know if oh, it does. Who knows? Who can we ask? Just, I don't know if it takes over my life at all by any means, guys. I have you. no idea. It's all over the place. What, one, two, three, three, four, five, six, seven. You know what it reminds me of that scene in Hard Knocks? He's holding wine bottles like uh, Khalil Pimpleton was trying to feel the punch. It- <laughs> How many wine yeah. bottles could you catch from a jugs machine uh, as they're coming oh, down? Oh, wow. Mm. <laughs> well, let's set. We got to set it up. We got to get a jug machine that shoots out wine <laughs> bottles. Also, Doritos. It depends, right? If you you want you go cheddar, um, that flavor. You want something to go with that. So maybe maybe like a red blend. I wouldn't say straight cab because maybe the astringency from the acidity. Look at this. He, he actually has an but, answer, but for something this. like that. Yeah, he actually has. Yeah, something check. like this that. Is phenomenal. But if you go, if you go, if you, go, I like the spicy cool Doritos. Yeah. I, I go spicy Doritos, and with that, you need a wine that's sweeter. And when a wine that's sweeter, it has lower level of alcohol. Because what happens is if you have something spicy with something with alcohol, it elevates the alcohol. Mm. So, like, this wine right here is, like, 14.5%. So if I had something spicy, it's going to make the food even more spicy. That's why when you go to Asian restaurants, mm-hmm. you'll see a lot of Riesling, right, a lot of sweet wines on the list because you're going to have spicy huh. foods. It's going to take. I go, I go rosé year round. I, you know, I, I, I don't that is, I am with you, bro. I am with you at the end of the day. (laughs) Nice crisp rosé is always a good choice, especially in Southern California. It's refreshing. It's refreshing. Yeah. Cools. Guy, a lot, a lot of fellas will go like, you drink rosé? And I'll be like, you're GD right I do, man. And you're. I love this. No, no, just food and wine. No football. (laughs) This is my fault. I mean, you said Dorito, you said chip on the shoulder and I, and I, uh, I have a good question. Yes, I have a go good ahead. question because you mentioned Eli and uh, his, he and his brother are, of course, the, the faces mm-hmm. of Omaha. You have to win a playoff game. 60 minutes. Eli on one side, Peyton on the other. Whose team do you want to be on? Oh, boy. Well, Eli's. I mean, <laughs> look at that. I was. <laughs> I don't know if we're allowed it, to celebrate it wasn't, even, it wasn't even a thought. It wasn't even a thought. I was. Speaking of Cowboys, Anthony Brown does have a – literally have a chip on her shoulder tattooed oh does he i didn't know that <laughs> really i'm that. dead serious wow. 
I'm dead serious. I think it's a ruffle. Oh, I just bid $8 on him. I probably would have bid more for him, uh, his services. That's great. Uh, Will, you have a big upset. Now, we, I know we talked about the Lions, and I like them too this year. I at least think they're fun this year. They could be like a Chargers team of years past where don't expect uh, 13 year wins, but they're going to be in every game, and they're fun, and their offense is What fun. do you mean of years past? Well, I guess, yeah, they're the same. Yeah, you can't exactly. No, I'm saying that. Well, no, well, well because well, now they, they're in better. years past, they yeah. had, at least they had like Hall of Famers on their offense. Like that, they were exciting. Oh, you don't like this? Uh, who are we talking about? The Chargers still? You don't like this? Service? No, when uh, you said Chargers of years past. I'm saying you didn't expect them know? to win, but they were in every game and then their, their kicker would miss at the end or they, you know, the doctor would stab the quarterback on the sideline and something would go awry. But <laughs> you are taking, oh, is- you're taking the Lions to beat the Vikings. It's part of your lemon pepper part. Like uh, you have the Dolphins plus six, the Chargers minus seven. Uh, and the Lions to actually beat the Vikings. Big upset. That's your mm. pop of the week. Yeah, you know what? It's it's more so like with any team, it's it's all about the culture, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm sure at first everyone was like, oh, you know, the bite in the knees or this, that, and the third and what have you. But Coach Campbell's an emotional wreck. Every time he talks, he says anything. <laughs> and and you can, t- you can tell he genuinely – cares about in each individual on that team Mm. and that is the easiest way to get guys to play for you is is to truly like show them like you have their best interest right you know and i think overall this team is allowed to compete speaking of chip on the shoulder i mean i feel like everyone on the lions has a chip on their shoulder especially their main two guys in terms of like golf you know right and amon Ra, like them Mm. two out the gate are like look we're trying to like make it happen golf obviously getting traded you know out of his out of his team mm-hmm. Amara going later than he should have um you have a secondary that you know has a great coach Aubrey Pleasant who's trying to prove themselves like they can get it done you have Aiden who's you know hometown kid and trying to you know you know be the hero there so I think overall every single week them dudes are gonna, they're gonna bring it they're gonna absolutely bring it and when I look at Minnesota that first game against Green Bay they literally just did not cover Justin Jefferson. Throw it out. They just didn't That's do it. That's what I say. They, Throw it they, out. They just they just didn't cover mm-hmm. him. And Philly did. Yep. They did not give the ball to Dalvin Cook, which I was furious about because he's on my team, but they didn't. So I just I like Detroit. Now, sure, it, it's 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 not prime time. It's in Minnesota. If it was in Detroit, I'd be even more excited about this. But I think Detroit's going to walk in. They don't have a they don't have a, a long flight to travel. They're going to go in there, and it's going to be it's going to be competitive, pretty close. But I think Detroit um, gets that a is a hefty, big, hefty big dog swift you're game. Taking it. I mean, it's a it's a cat technically. It's the lion, but you're taking the, <laughs> the lions to win. Okay, I, I like them with the points. I don't necessarily. You know what? Let's do our pup of the week now, Martin. What do you like as your uh, pup of the week? This is a, an underdog of plus one fifty or more, Shaq, to win the game uh, on uh, the field. I'm, Martin. I'm now fully up to speed here. Okay. Yeah, I'm glad that Dave, now that Dave finally understands, it's only week three. I'm going with my co-host, and I, I, I bet this <laughs> team's first Who hit in week two? I did, too, but go ahead, Martin. Who hit in you, week you're one? You're Lions also? Everybody else, raise their hand if they hit in week one. Yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, I'm going with the Lions. Uh, I hit in week one. It was me, Will. It was me. Now, I'm going with the Lions. Uh, I, I, I like the Lions as well, like everything that Will just said. And also, Will didn't say how he divulged a story on Nelman Pepper Parlay about one time he was sitting next to Kirk Cousins in uh, in the cafeteria. And, it, and, and mm-hmm. after ever since then, I, I feel like I feel betrayed by him. They didn't tell me this 
a week ago before I had to bet on that Monday night game. <laughs> but now that wow. I know this Kirk Cousins truth, I'm really superly overly done. Like I said, I'm, I'm super done. I'm going with the Lions. They're going to win this game. Out wow. Right. All right. I uh, see. Maybe I guess the friendship is only so strong. I, uh, maybe I overestimated. All right, check. What's your pup of the week? Boy, oh boy, I am really, really. Check out the Browns. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'll Just tell you the one check. that's looming out there. The, the one that's yeah. looming, I, I do think it's great that uh, Amazon and Thursday Night Football and, and the, the matchup <laughs> is Jacoby Brissett and Mitchell Trubisky. That's great. Right. Uh, that, that, that makes me laugh. Um, I, I The one that is super tempting out there is the Justin Herbert what's the state of his ribs they're right. laying seven there so you know if it's if it's chase instead of justin plus 250 for the visiting jags ain't too bad but i am gonna go with really want to go car i really want to go commies but i'm gonna play it a little bit safer i'm gonna go with the <laughs> cardinals at plus 158 at home Whoa. against the visiting rams mm. all right I don't love that. We'll get we'll dive deeper mm. into that game. But I mean, there is that revenge factor. The Rams smacked them around in the playoffs. Right. And now right. it's in uh, Arizona. I just don't know what to take make of that game uh, from last week. All right. I'm going to surprise you all. I'm going Jets over the Bengals. And I think earlier in the week, I probably said, oh, this is a gimme. Talk about a revenge game. The Bengals screwed that game up last week. But is it possible Joe Flacco just needed a week to learn, relearn how to play football? And now he's as good as. You know, the bottom 10 quarterbacks in the league, Will Blackman. I think that's the case. Jets plus 185 plus. I don't, the Bengals have to show me something on their offensive line before I can't be. I, but that's not a, that's not a, like, that's not a, like a big. They're a six point underdog. Surprise some people. It is big. Yeah. But yeah. The Jets beat them last year. Well, I know. All right. So go Jet. You should be taking them too if you're um, with this. Uh, you got a big With a backup QB. Here. Yeah. With, Listen. That's right. They did. It was Mike White, right? You got a guy who, yeah, exactly. See, see, yeah. Well, I, it's a must-win for the Bengals. It pretty much is, right? Check. I know the AFC North can keep losing, although tonight's game is uh, within the con- within the division, so they won't all gain on each other. But uh, Jets plus one eighty-five. That's my pop of the week. Uh, Will, should we bet a bottle of wine on this Giants Cowboys game? I'm er- no, I already have a fish <laughs> on my head. What what wine goes with tuna? <laughs> Um, depends how it's being made. You want something raw on top of head? That's how it's yeah, it's just raw. It's just raw raw, resting on raw plus a little hair. So you can you can either go with a Sauvignon Blanc here, like if you have halibut Uh, or something like that, or if you got like a salmon, you know, it goes well with a sharded. It's a. I'm telling you, it's a tuna. PBR, Sal. That's the answer. That's that's what goes with the tuna on top of your head. PBR. (laughs) All right. Will, uh, Lemon Pepper Parlay, everyone, please listen right there on the Money Grab feed. We're uh, happy to have you on board. This was great. We learned a lot about your friendship with Mark. You sound happy. You sound you sound super I thrilled. Am. So. I am. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I shoot straight here. Thanks for coming on, pal. I appreciate it. All right. Will Blackman, amongst the greatest, also the greatest. Oh, I'm going to list some names here. Caesar, Cleo, the Mannings, Henrik Lundqvist. And now yours truly, me, yes, Extra points, now a proud member of the Caesars Empire. You know what it is that sets Caesars Sportsbook and Casino apart from the others? It's the perks. This is the only sports betting app with Caesars rewards. So every time you place a bet, win or lose, you get rewards credits, which you can use towards game tickets, bonuses, experiences, free stays at iconic Caesars destinations, and more. And your very first bet, it's on Caesars. Up to $1,250. If you win, congrats. If you don't, you'll get it back 
as a free bet. That first bet also gives you a thousand tier credits and a thousand reward credits, putting you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. So download the app, use promo code CZRFULL, and go full Caesars. This season, oh, and Caesar Sportsbook and Casino plays by the rules. They comply with all the legalities of the sports betting world. So here comes the lengthy, unabridged National Responsible Gaming Disclaimer. National RG, yes, you must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ontario, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii. Ohio and Utah and other states where prohibited. Know when to stop before you stop. If you have a gambling problem, Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania. If you're someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org or West Virginia. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. And Harris, New Orleans Casino. In Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. That's 467-369. Or visit connectsontario.ca call 1-866-531-2600 call or text Tennessee Redline at 1-800-889-9789 let's take a quick break so I can catch my breath and we'll be right back with that Thursday night game Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, here we go, Shaq. Here we go. Thursday night football. Your steal is already. Here it is. At Cleveland. Boy, that's a big number. Boy, that's a big number. Four and a half, 38 and a half. Shaq, you know what? You put on that weird Yinzer voice mimicking passionate Steelers fans and, you know, saying, oh, they're panicking. And in the same breath, you called for Trubisky's head. You said you would take him out halftime last week. You still feel the same way as a short leash? Well, uh, 
as far as taking out Trubisky circumstantially within a 60 minute game, doesn't mean you can't go back to him later on. You know, you're still Mm -hmm. developing the kid. That's the luxury that I am pointing at when I say you can't do that to a future hall of famer playing in his 18th year or whatever it was for Roethlisberger. If you pull him halfway through a game, you can't then say, Hey, you're back in next week. Don't worry about it, guy. He would never go back in. This is a different situation. Now, um, this is for this game I, of all time. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I will I, I say will. Well, lo- logical or not uh, th- this, this new display of intolerance. I mean, la- last year's big Ben wouldn't have lasted three drives under your watch. I, like I say, it's a two different standards. Obviously one guy is 18 years uh, into his career and is headed to the hall of fame. He's earned it. Mitchell Trubisky has been here for three minutes. Um, what I think he provides, what the whole summer was filled with, was the Matt Canada playbook. And by the way, the histrionic behavior of those on the banks of the Three Rivers is, is what I'm laughing about. Is Stuff like people are dialing up Todd Haley, the former offensive coordinator, yeah. and really trying Friend to conjure a path like, dude, how do we get Todd Haley back in as ROC? It's like, what would, now, now that's crazy. That's intolerant and that's loco. Um, but what you want to see from Trubisky is for him to run around a little bit. That's his virtue is that he's a big mm-hmm. dude who can move, whether it's designed rollouts, designed runs, or when things break down, doing stuff off script. That's what Mitchell Trubisky has to do. By the way, as far as that goes, I am convinced that this is a great play. Over 13 and a half rush yards for uh, for Trubisky tonight is a is a nice little place. That's funny because I'm going over 12 and a half for Brissett, but uh, interesting. Maybe they both. Is that are. right? Yeah. Hmm, yeah that's yeah. funny. Yeah, I find him a, a clunky runner. Um, All right. But, well, what about yeah. the game itself? Which way are you going? Four, go it's actually down to four and 30. Now you pit it, you've pit against, picked against the Steelers twice now. Uh, you're going to make it three in a row? Uh, I'm going to avoid that role. I was correct last week by picking Mm -hmm. the Patriots. This time, I'm going to go with the Pittsburgh Steelers here. Um, The four scares me when it was at five and a half. I I was more comfortable um, going with Pittsburgh, but I'm going to stick with them here. They are... The the Browns are themselves a team in some turmoil after blowing that one. Defensive players only meeting weird stuff to be doing two weeks in if you're miles and company over there it amounts to me to the Steelers coach Tomlin one of his big things is AFC North football and winning those games is outsized some coaches focus on it more than others Tomlin definitely makes a point of prioritizing those games I think he goes into Cleveland and escapes against let's remember it's Jacoby Brissett everybody yes but Let's uh, and Martin, you brought this up on Lemon Pepper Parlay, and I think it's a good. I, I, again, I feel like it's unfair to blame Nick Chubb because their defense fell apart, uh, and sure. also when it come, comes time for contracts talk, you, you're comparing your numbers against somebody else's. So it's the only sport. It's really the only thing I, I can tell, like any workforce, uh, where you would want to stop yourself from doing what you're supposed to do in order for your team to win. But that's exactly right. what happened. And I think Brissett got screwed, too. Like, he had a great game. I think people would have been saying maybe you would have heard some Deshaun Who chants if they're 2-0 and oh, and, uh, and Brissett is leading this team like he is offensively. Like So uh, I think we got out of that game, it, it took it the wrong way, but it was a colossal setback. But which way are you going with the 4-38? and 38? I'm taking uh, the Steelers here 
And mm. it really is a fade of Kevin Stefanski. I have no faith in the Steelers' offense to do anything whatsoever. But that's been the same for the last three years. You know, just because it's new faces, the quarterback doesn't change anything for me. Uh, right. I like uh, Stefanski is, is is seven and fifteen against the spread as a favorite, and one and eleven against the spread in the division. And with a total at what thirty eight and a five point four and a half point spread, that's there's just not going to be a ton of points scored here. I like Pittsburgh to be able to keep it close, and a Browns team that, like you said, having defensive meetings uh, like at week two, like that's not great. They're they're already falling apart. Uh, it happened a few weeks before I assumed it. But I do have to end this point with the idea that if you took out Ben Roethlisberger at like sometime in the third quarter and you wanted to start him again next week, makes all the sense in the world. You just go, hey, you know, he has something wrong with his elbow. But if you take out Mitch Trubisky and put in Kenny Pickett, effectively you're benching one of them. The guy, you know who didn't get, like, you, you take out Eli Manning at halftime, you know who got fired? The coach, not Eli. You know, you know what I'm saying? It's like they, he came right back in there. It's like, was it some big moment? Was it some referendum? Did he not play more games? No. It's not a bad point, it. Shaq. It's, it's not bad. It's one of your worst. Well, I mean, one of your worst. They fight. Well, I mean, uh, I think uh, talk about tenure guys. You think Mike Tomlin's job's going to be in jeopardy? If he had done that, no. I mean, Roethlisberger was hanging on by a thread. No, I, I, I don't get the math exactly, and I'm surprised. I legitimately, the both of you guys keep pushing back on this point as though it's something we've never seen before. That you might, when you don't have an answer that is an A at quarterback, if you have some apparent C pluses or whatever, you would rate these guys. They okay, we'll we'll change your pace. This offense well, I'm, isn't I'm working with that guy's in there. They, we're gonna he go won a game. He won a game he wasn't supposed to win already against Cincinnati, and then he was in a game against New England. Now, that's why I think it might be premature. That, that's the only thing I'm pushing back at. So, Well, uh, I, I, you know, I think a lot of it has to do with, you know, with this thing, all the hand-wringing about, uh, you know, Tomlin, come on, you got to put the kid in. Yes, absolutely. I'm anxious mm. to see the kid as well. Tomlin, you know, people say he doesn't owe anything to Mitchell Trubisky. That's the secret sauce, or maybe it's not so secret. You, you know how after Antonio Brown and Levy and Bell left, only then people said, I guess Tomlin did a pretty good job of managing the egos in the locker room there. Same mm. goes here. It matters that you treat veterans a certain way. You heard Will Blackman talk about players sort of um, – vibing off of the coach with Dan Campbell. I think that's certainly true. The Steelers treat their players, generally speaking, well, and that has a uh, has an impact on the way the rest of the league and free agents and otherwise regard that. He's it's not about one game or three week stretch or anything else. Tomlin can't mistreat a veteran who they just brought in. He's given him a shot. Um, if he fails tonight, I think then that it is reasonable to think. All right. See Kenny Pickett. Maybe well, was it was it Mr. Bisky a high pick? What about the, the? I thought the pedigree is supposed to have this big oh, outsized yeah. matter, Dave. Isn't it? Uh, Mr. Bisky was That's, taking like one, two, three, four, five. How many quarterbacks ahead of Patrick Mahomes? Steelers didn't take him. That that's not their issue. That's I mean, yeah, of course. If they had invested in him with a high round pick, then of course, yes. Babyface, jump in here because we have six other games to go through in six minutes. So go ahead. Uh, I feel like I can I can help everyone out here, and maybe Dave will hopefully agree. The offensive line is damn terrible. It doesn't matter if Terry (laughs) Bradshaw was back there, Ben Trubisky or Pickett, and forget about the offensive coordinator or quarterback. Uh, it might be the offensive line, and it would be great if Najee could could help a little tonight and that line could hold together and give Trubisky some time. 
The only thing I'll say about it is this uh, in terms of what to expect from the Steelers offense. They're not going to, uh, you know, reinvent themselves in four days. But I do think that they are going to impress upon Mitch. And I know this is a crazy thing to say. I and I'll be proven wrong maybe in the next few minutes or hours. I won't be surprised if they put Kenny Pickett as the third option or don't dress him, and Mason Rudolph is ready to roll. Mm. It's going to be windy in Cleveland. I wouldn't be surprised if this isn't my idea. This is my guy, Randy Bauman in Pittsburgh. Um, I I don't think that is as loco as it first hit my ear when he floated that idea, but they're going to look to push it a little bit, counterintuitive or not. When your best player is a defensive star who has a habit of wrecking the other team and turning the over team over in second halves and you don't have T.J. Watt right. now, you have to hit the gas a little bit more. You don't you don't circle the wagons, as Todd Haley has suggested, and play it tighter. Not when that guy is a defensive guy. You have to make more plays offensively to offset his absence. I think they're going to try to push it downfield a little bit more against what's been a spotty secondary. Interesting. In All right. So I'm going to go right, the so other way. I like it. I like it under. Uh, I'm taking a teaser. I took a teaser last Thursday night. Never, it was a similar spread. Everyone went bonkers on me as if I, I was putting $100 on a on a 25-team parlay. No. Two-team teaser. I had the Chiefs in the over. The Chiefs didn't cover. The over didn't cover, but I won my teaser. It's beautiful. You take away six points from each. I'm getting Cleveland now, plus two. I'm going under Shaq, 44. I think this is a 23-17 type uh, score right in there, and uh, that's why I'm taking Cleveland and the uh, under on a parlor. All right, let's do this. Let's take a quick break, and then uh, as rapidly as possibly – as possible. Let's go through the uh, rest of the slate. All right, Ravens, Patriots, New England, a healthy three-point dog at home. Um, oh, I, I, everybody likes the Ravens here. This is the everyone's Ravens get right game. Not so fast. Patriots, four and one against the spread in their last five at ah. home. Mac Jones, Jacoby Myers, breakout game. Here we go. 26-23. Pats, Sheck. What do you like? I'm floored by that. This was going to be nothing short of, to three weeks in, my pick of the season. I, the mm. Ravens, minus three, lock it up, whatever, whatever however many uh, um, chunks you want to put on that versus the rest. This is where you go heavy, except Lamar Jackson has a bum elbow, so now I'm spooked by it, but I'm still going to go with the Ravens here. I just can't go as heavy if I would, if there if, uh uh, L. Jax wasn't showing up on the right. injury report. Martin, I hate I hate the secondary, which is still not completely healthy. I hate that they can't run the ball and hold leads. That's why I'm taking the Patriots. Which way you go? I'm taking the Ravens, but the fact that this number has been three since like the, since the lines yeah. ever like came out and whenever they came out over the summer, and it's had no movement over <laughs> two games, no movement over this week. Actually, two and a half on Caesars now. You like All even right. more. Not, I, I like the Ravens, but I am terrified of it. Like, cause it just feels like the square play. It feels like yeah. when I'm watching this game midway through the fourth quarter, I'm going to see that 98% of the public bet on Baltimore minus three. Like it was like, the, like Darren Ravello tweet. It was the most bet game. It was the most bet side. And that's where yeah. I'll be holding that ticket, but I'm going to go All with right. Lamar and his MVP candidates. More this AFC East here. Bills at Dolphins. Is this still six? Let me check this line here. I think it was six. And it is, yeah, still, so, oh, no, now five and a half. Short week on the road. 
laying almost a touchdown, I would almost always go with the home team, uh, especially when the t- home team exploded, exploded last week against the Ravens. But I'm going Bills. I say it every week. Uh, I, I felt foolish taking the Titans plus 10. I bought it up to 10 and a half on Monday, and the Bills smacked me in the face. I am betting the team, Martin, was punted three times in eight quarters. And one of those punts, by the way, they recovered. Uh, 30-20, Buffalo. Which way are you going? I'm going to pick the Dolphins, but as I said on Monday's pod, or Tuesday's pod, rather, I'm not putting my money against the Buffalo Bills. I'm not trying to bet on when that trend is going to stop. I think just with the speed on the outside, if anybody's going to do it, we saw the, the blueprint for Miami's offense and how good it can look in the last 10 minutes of that fourth quarter. But, again, I'm not betting against that train of Josh Allen, but I'm picking the Dolphins. All right. Shaq? These are the two most uh, prominent uh exceptions that prove the rule early on the defense in pro football is winning um so far this year which is a rarity this early in the season mm-hmm. um the the i feel like the bills defense has been a little bit better we still we don't have austin jackson for the dolphins on the right side of their offensive line armstead I, i'm not sure if he's gonna play for now especially with it uh, down to five and a half i'll take buffalo all right, Chiefs, Colts, I'm looking now. This is still five and a half, 50 and a half is the over. The Chiefs are favored on the road. I love the Chiefs this year, not as much as our friend Jeff Schwartz, but because that's impossible. But uh, I didn't think they'd fall off as much as some. So, so far I'm right, but I think a little bit of a letdown against a team that absolutely needs to wake up. Uh, Colts are a decent bounce-back team for gamblers, four and one against a number in the last five after a straight-up loss. JT. Gets going here, shortens the game. Matt Ryan, if he doesn't try to do too much, this will be a 28-24 type game. Give me the points. Shaq, what do you like? Overly clever public bettors are going to go on the Colts. Am I right about that? That's why the numbers drop. Well, then count me in that group. I'm going with the Colts. Hench made me do it on minus three. He talked me out of, he's so he's so big on the Chiefs. It's week three, weird results there. We think we know all about the Colts. Remember, mm-hmm. the Chiefs really, really should have lost at home to the Chargers last week. I mean, repeatedly. It wasn't one oh, come play on. that was- Oh, stop it. Stop it. I, mean, I don't understand. I, 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 we're just in different camps here. You're going to love. Well, I, I think both quarterbacks could have thrown four interceptions. So I would say, but but to, to me, it's like everyone's takeaway. Everyone loves Herbert. I get it. He's great. But he's the one who threw the pick six, not Mahomes. <laughs> you would you would have thought like Mahomes uh, went one for 20 with three interceptions. So he threw it. Oh, he, th- he throws risky passes, or at least he did okay. in week two and should have gotten burned for it. And he would have been down 10. He would have gone to the locker room with a donut next to his team's name if that interception in the second quarter had counted, which it obviously should have. And Samuel almost got him for a pick six himself in his own end, throwing the ball into the Chargers right. end zone. More should have been gone the other way. Hate, more hatred for the Chiefs. So you're the taking Chiefs. the Colts. <laughs> you do hate them. You hate them. Fourth play. They it. have to end uh, up in the cellar for you to be right. I just I don't, don't like Jeff Schwartz's text messages all the time. Like, <laughs> oh, such a loser. You took the Chargers. Yes, it's insane that I think the Chargers play well against the Chiefs, which they do every time they play each other. Martin Weiss, Colts or Chiefs? I'm with the Colts. Uh, I think that, again, the Chiefs have just been running. Like, I'm going to try to bet. That's the trend I'm going to try to catch. Uh, instead of the Bills, I'll try to catch the Chiefs. Uh, the thing right. the Colts are better than what they've seen in the last two weeks. And Michael Pittman and Alec are Pierce are, uh, are back, too. I believe they practice. All right, Packers at Bucks. I mean, this is the uh, premier NFC matchup, right? Bucks one-point favorite, 42 is the over-under. Weird Brady versus Rodgers, and yet 
I think you guys would agree, both defenses are by far the shining lights of these teams through week two. I think no Mike Evans makes a difference here. Uh, Evens the playing field for a a team, uh, for Bucks who are probably slightly better going in. uh, 157 rushing yards per game. I I get it that it plays into the strength of Tampa Bay running against them. But Aaron Jones could have a monster year. Uh, Rodgers to Sammy Watkins. That works for now. It'll continue. Packers pull out an ever so close one versus Tampa, 26-24. Martin, who do you like? Uh, I'm going with the Packers. Uh, I think that the 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 Tampa Bay offense is incredibly concerning to me. Hey, they don't have anybody to throw the ball to. And if you just look, I I don't think they've taken advantage. Like they, they haven't looked great, uh, especially blocking through mm-hmm. the first two weeks of the year. Um, and I'm going with the Packers, and I know that they have the the – Tampa Bay defense is really good, and Packers are going to run, try to run the ball a lot. But I think Packers' offense will get better and better and better as long as they stay healthy and they continue to practice. Check. I'm going with Green Bay. You mentioned Mike Evans. Akeem Hicks is not a uh, a minor absence either for a team that's been great at uh, stuffing other, uh, uh, their foes from running the ball here. Um, a tight one, but it, you said it, Sal, because that was going to be my next question for you. Uh, it's funny to look at Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady and the total is yeah. 42. You say they're breezing past that um, for the over. I'm, I, I'm going to avoid the total on that one and, and just ride with the pack here. Might be a defensive touchdown in there. Maybe that's what I'm counting And All right, check. I know you have the Cardinals. That's your pup of the week. Uh, I like the Rams. I don't believe this is one of my things. This is how you are with the chiefs. I kind of just have to go against the Cardinals. Hench brought up a good point that, uh, you know, Kingsbury has his head like dug into that play sheet that, you know, that basically what it amounts to a, a, a cheesecake factory menu and none of it matters. And I think, Martin, you alluded to it, too. Like, yeah, maybe this is why Kyla Murray doesn't study tape, because it's all improvised anyway. Um, I don't think this is going to be a revenge game. I think it's a breakout game for Stafford and Robinson and Cup, who doesn't cough the ball up. 31-13. I'm going Rams mm. big. Yeah, Shaq, you uh, you want to add to your uh, thoughts about the Cardinals? No, I'd say you're hurting Spaghetti's feelings. The Cardinals are his uh, NFC representative oh. in the Super Bowl. No, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, sorry, I'm not Bell. going there. Sorry, Spaghetti. Uh, the Rams are going to win this game. They're going to win it big. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, everything is leaning towards the Rams, and I honestly wouldn't be surprised. I would have liked it up to like six. The Cardinals should be 0-2 if Kyler Murray hadn't gone crazy at the end of that game. And to a point, if you had just followed the Cheesecake Factory menu that, that Cliff Kingsbury's got glued to his nose, he would have probably finished mm-hmm. the game with like 125 passing yards, right? Like he was right. all doing that all on his own. And if you – Sean McVay against Cliff Kingsbury, 5-1-1 one, and one against the spread, 6-1 and one straight right. up. And six of all six of the wins – by an average of 14 points, and the other two by more than a touchdown. They're going to cover three and a half easily. Uh, 49ers, Broncos, let's finish this up. Sunday night, I have to think, well, I didn't see the line in the beginning of the year. Obviously, I don't look that far ahead. But what would have been the week three line for this game if it's Trey Lance at a uh, Russell Wilson, who is playing better than he is? I would think the Broncos would have been favored close to three, right, Martin? Well, I can tell Instead, you. Instead, it's Niners can- one and a half. I can tell you, I got it last week before Trey Lance got hurt, and it was two and a half for me. So really? I got the Niners at two and a half. I like them up to three, honestly. Wait a minute. Like, hmm. Wait, the Niners are favored this game. I had no, but what, what did you get them at? On Sunday night, Sunday night, the Broncos were still favored in this game. 
The Broncos were favored Sunday. I got you. So two now after after right. the games have all settled on Monday, it's now San Francisco. Okay, it's now the favorite. But I had yeah. when I saw that. I like the Niners. Floating, I like the Niners too. I like them up to at least three. Um, it, it, it's quite simply the Broncos. They can't score in the red zone. They don't throw the ball mm-hmm. deep. They have to say the worst coach in football feels unfair because he's not qualified at this point. It's shown to have that even have the qualifications to figure out being a head coach. Like at this point, it's on the people who hired him. It's their fault. So it's like, I, I just, this is a, it's the only team with a new head coach, new offensive coordinator, new quarterback. Uh, and you see all the struggles with it. And they don't, they don't figure it out here. 22, 17 out of the Niners. Shaq, they're six and one, the last seven uh, overall. Good, good. Of, bet, all the, of all the games out there, minus the Falcons and Seahawks, which makes no sense, which is a garbage game, and who knows how to pick that one. But of all the relevant team matchup games here, this is the, my biggest stay away. I, I'm, I'm spooked by this one, but I'm going to go with the Broncos at home. Mm. It takes a minute to develop the chemistry. I don't know if Judy's going to be out there. It looks like he's tracking to not be, but Cortland Sutton is enough for me. I'm going to take the Broncos on a hunch here. That uh, that they figure it out now three weeks into the season. With all us. right. There you go. We did it. We hit all the big games. We talked to Will Blackman. We talked about cooking. Uh, we so got, really handled it all. Extrapoints.com slash arcade. We got we have a pick em contest. We have a head to head and we have a prop quiz. What were you saying, Martin? I was saying I got one game that that we didn't talk about that I'm worried about. And I, th- I think that the world is an upset alert this week against the Carolina Panthers. Oh, really? Like Three I'm point favorite wouldn't strong. wouldn't be huge. Really wouldn't be huge. The Panthers in that game, I think the Panthers have a shot to win. I like the Saints. I don't know what Jameis. I mean, has he practiced enough this week? I mean, that's obviously a lot. What it comes down to, right? Yeah, it, we'll it's it just out. for me. Like, I feel like I generally have a good pulse on that team. They yeah. should have beat Tampa this week. I don't feel good about it at all. All right. Shaq, I have to let me just tonight. say one thing very quickly. Thank you very much. I want to say very quickly my two favorite college plays: Florida, the Gators plus eleven. They're playing the Vols. I don't want to upset Mister Manning, but but yeah. I, but I like uh, Florida quite a bit there. That the 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 range of the roller coaster of reaction to Gators results. Uh, now this is the time to jump on them. And my Hoosiers are playing the Bearcats in Cincinnati. Go over fifty four. That number seems very low to me. Oh, there you go. All right, we're gonna we're gonna be going over college and uh, with against all odds, Florida, Tennessee, Arkansas, A and M, maybe Clemson, Wake Forest. Wake could be on upset alert. That could be fun too. That could be a good one too. Uh, there you go. So extra points. You just heard it. Against all odds, we'll go over the Thursday game and the weekend games and lemon pepper parlay with Will Blackman, our guest, and Martin Weiss. Waiver wired was fun, right? Spaghetti, you and Jen Piacenti. And Megan's, Megan Fun of Sports. If you're driving around Saturday evening between 7 yeah. and 10 p.m. Eastern time through football season, tune into Fox Sports Radio because that's where I'll be. That's where you'll find it. Martin also. All right. That'll do it for another episode of Extra Points. I just want to remind everyone out there, you may feel like underdogs, but please remember, you're all my favorites. 